Um, unfortunately, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, Nick, Nick Youngblood, and the Necro, they're not going to be with us today. Of course, the other crew are in the house as well. Um, of course, we got E Deuce, aka our big show, and also we got Kavru, our Virgil here on the squad today. He's going to be doing the episode with me today. What's up with y'all, boys? What's going on? What's going on? Happy Saturday. Dude, are you actually in a closed, I mean, closed silent area? Yes. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about last night's um, Friday Night SmackDown. And again, uh, COVID 19 situations. No audience. So we all, you know, I think why. Before we get into shout out to Anchor for giving us the platform to make our podcast off the top ropes. Um, very, very, very much appreciated. Um, it's free. You can download it through the iTunes or Google Play. Um, it comes with customization tools so you can make your podcast any way that you want. You get it um, do and find sponsorships so you can be able to share your podcast to all the other podcast platforms uh, such as so Video Public, Google Podcasts, Spotify and such. So, if you want to make your own podcast like we did, give Anchor a shot. Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Or you can just go on the Google Play Store, download it from there. And that's when we get right into it. Um, the, so, the beginning of the show opens up with uh, a moment of bliss. And Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss are newly crowned Women's Tag Team Championship uh, champions. Introduces the Universal Champion. Braun Strowman as their guest host. And of course, this recast of last week's Firefly Funhouse, the interaction between Braun and Wyatt. Braun, Brian is scared, apparently, until he hears Wyatt's echoes laughter throughout the whole audience in the background. So, we got one up on Braun with them. And as we're going to find out next week, when it comes to the whole history between the Black Sheep, Bray, I mean, the Black Sheep, Braun Strowman. And the either of all worlds, um, so I get it, I get it, I get the segment a decent B, uh, a decent B minus, pretty, pretty substandard. It made it made small point, but it just brings out more of the the menace, the menace of this um, Fiend and Bray Wyatt character more to be like a one of those like Joker type of feels. I almost get it sometimes. But nonetheless, maybe that's just me, or maybe, or maybe that's the way that I just watched it yesterday. Nonetheless, um, the first match of the night was Sasha Banks versus Tamina. And Tamina wins, and she gets a title shot at Bailey at Money in the Bank or Money on the Rooftop. <laughs> um, when then we have the SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey at Sasha Banks tries to offer Tamina a t shirt, but Angley declines after the match starts. Then it goes into the action. During the middle of it, you see Lacey Evans come out and gets involved in the match and attacks Bailey um, from the outside. Nonetheless, without her friend, Sasha, she's going to get super kicked in the face. She gets covered. One, two, three. Tamina wins. She gets her opportunity to face Bailey for 
Oh, no, actually, excuse me. She's going to face her for Money in the Bank. She's facing her next week, SmackDown. So, nonetheless, um, so she gets a title shot next week, but I don't think it's, I think it could last. I don't think it could. The last eight minutes, I give it a decent 2.5 stars. Good call for the win. Um, as for next week, depending on what this whole, the truth, I mean, the truth will be revealed type of approach with this whole glitches that's happened to walk the, um, to walk the show. I think, dude, I think I'm hinting. I'm hinting as far as it makes the Bailey breakup. That's what I think. I think that might happen, nonetheless. I got no words to say. Dukes, you got the floor. I give this one a two, only just because I finally get to see Tabina actually given the opportunity for a women's championship by herself without. No, and I don't know a like five or five on like five wrestlers facing up facing for the championship, not a three way, not none, just her individually versus Bailey. Because I everyone in the in the di- women's division, Bailey never faced Tamina one on one. I like we already know shenanigans will happen in this when that match happens because Sasha's gonna be by her side, even just like in this match between Sasha and, and Tamina Bailey was right commentary until Lacey Evans came out. But I give it a good, decent match. Happy for Tamina, Simone Power. Yeah, all right, <laughs> Karu, tell you, bro. I mean, it's a decent match. It did its job. It did its it did its filler for approximately ten minutes. So, I mean, we know this. It was going to be a filler until we get to Sasha Banks versus Bailey. So, this is this is just fine, and it's all right. It wasn't nothing spectacular. It was nothing great. It wasn't a great women's match. It did its job, and that's what it did. So, I give it a two. Okay, okay, okay. And the next segment after that's the backstage segment. Lacey Evans is being interviewed by Charlie as she makes her mark um, towards Sasha that she's going to be stalking her, making her life a living nightmare. Takes on one of her gloves and she has a big Sasha hand ring on her hand with a hand, uh, with a big cross, the right to sense cross over. So, Women's right. basically, basically, it's going to be either somewhere between Sasha and Lacey or they're going to hit the whole swerve with this whole truth body reveal type thing. One of these things is breaking up. But nonetheless, we we but we were seeing what breakup happened later on later on this later on in the night anyway. The following match, Sheamus versus Denzel DeJournette. And my God, this was a this was a basic squash match. This was bullshit. This was two minutes. Sheamus wins by bro kick. This was a dud to me. Garbage. Throw this shit in the garbage. I'm done with it. The dukes. Go ahead. <sighs> I might enjoy with you, man. No bullshit. I I call this a dud. Wipe my ass or the like. Take a shit. That's how I feel. This is a take a shit type of match. Sheamus is too fucking good to have a to have a to go against a fucking jobber. Hell, put this motherfucker in a goddamn money in the bank qualifier match. That's where he should be at. 
Give this man opportunities. But yet, you give him a jobber. I want him to go against Sinchke, something like that. Have him go against somebody, somebody with a, a decent name. Yo, straight trash, man. Next. Uh, crew, get the floor. Next. So three duds. Now we gonna waste my time. Great, three duds. Uh, after the match is over, he goes outside, and um, Michael Cole is talking about Jeff Hardy. Now he's coming out saying, "Don't talk about Jeff Hardy during my match." Nonetheless, try to scare him. So we're gonna potentially see a Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy little rivalry screw off in the next few weeks. With that notice, and the following segment after that is involving Jeff Hardy and his redemption. Coming back into the WWE and trying to stay clean and nothing else. Oh man, let's just let's hope Crazy stays clean. Get the hell out of there and go somewhere the fuck else. I said this on a previous episode, other podcasts before, and I'm gonna say it again. Jeff, get the fuck out. <sighs> he can't. He got one more year left for all them injuries. So still, once that contract is done, get the fuck out. I don't care. They're gonna be trying to flush the contract in his face. Oh, we'll give you this much. We'll give you this much. We'll give you this much. Don't blind me with money. No, no, no. Give me that part-time schedule. <laughs> Send my ass home and only have me here only like a few times. Only have me up here like a few times every few months. Now, if he got to stay clean, though, because if he, if he doesn't stay clean, that's going to mess up his contract. Which so that's, let's hey. hopefully he stay clean. Or they fuck up his contract to, to the point where they actually release him. Doing some some stupid shit, but I hope not, man. I hate to see Jeff Hardy go back on that path. All right. The uh, following segment afterwards was the backstage segment. Dana Brooke is preparing for her Money in the Bank qualifying match, and Carmella comes out and uh, comes and talks to her that she's concerned about their tag match. And you so is she so concerned about Money in the Bank? What's her real objective here? So we just might see a little crack into that, but I don't think it's a good. All that is brand new. So still, you know, you can't really dilute something within two weeks. So I already buy that being the whole truth would be <coughs> revealed type stuff. Um, the third match, which is the second match afterwards, was the Money in the Big qualifying match. Dana Brooke versus Naomi. How the hell did Naomi not win this thing? Dana Brooke wins. Mm-hmm. Dana, Dana Brooke wins by by, by the most dangerous rules mm-hmm. of all the sports entertainment. The surprise roll up. Ten minutes. I gave you two stars. Because mm-hmm. it hit me with the swerve at the very end. I was thought I was thinking Naomi was was really gonna win with the whole butt bump. I'm like damn. Yeah. And I'm sitting there getting and I'm mm-hmm. sitting there getting my I'm sitting there getting my haircut and I'm like oh shit what the fuck's about to happen? Then I turn my head for two seconds and then, and then I just hear what the hell's going on? One two three. And Dave broke. I'm like whoa what? And I was like yo wait hold on a second turn out the Clippers for a second. And I had to like re and I had to watch the replay over. And I'm like oh that's stupid. But nonetheless, she got a point across. Now she's out there celebrating to the commentary table, happy as she can be. That she's gonna do it. She's gonna win. She's not gonna fucking win. Dukes. Uh, I watched your Instagram. How WWE was trademarked. Um, trademarked the Naomi fill the glow. Yes. But what I have a weird feeling they might let go Naomi. Hmm. I don't think so. 
She's what she have done. I'll put this. Let's really be honest. What she have done lately, other than the match that she had at WrestleMania, she held the SmackDown's championship before before she dropped it to Bailey, right? Oh boy! But like I said, <coughs> she haven't really done anything. And it's sad to know, like yo, you have lost to someone that someone that no one did really see. Actually, you win. Like you're gonna lose against two. Like everyone had the mindset of, of Naomi going to win against Dana Brooke, hands down. So you gonna lose to Dana Brooke on the on the most devastating move in all of wrestling, the surprise roll up. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck this shit. Fuck what WWE is doing. That shit just fuck suck. I get this one a, a fucking dud. <laughs> say no more. Crew. I just want to say one thing that I was going to say. I was going to say next, but then I said, let me say something. Dana Brooke is supposed to be the Roman Reigns of the women's division, and that woman is so <laughs> hardly booked. It's not even funny. Like, what? I don't understand this shit. And a whole flex appeal and that whole thing. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> And she lo- and Naomi lose to her like what? Mm-hmm. Yo, who is booking these these matches? Bruce Pritchard. Damn. Bruce Pritchard. He, he's definitely the one. He's definitely that um the executive director back there. Damn man, like what the? F- oh, yeah, I wish Paul Heyman could run Raw, SmackDown, and this that because what is going on? I don't know. I blame Vince. I blame Vince. Um, yeah, we ain't gonna talk about that anymore. And then the following segment after that is the recap of the Mini Rose and Sony Deville saga. The truth will actually be revealed in this next segment. Uh, the segment afterwards was Sony Deville and Mini Rose face to face confrontation. So Sonya Deville comes out, who wants to talk to Mandy. She goes, she goes, gives him a I want to talk to you. Mandy comes out, and she just puts the whole 360 on her. You are the most selfish human being in my life. And laid out her game plan with Ziggler, like how she wanted to try to work on work on us, but it's all about her. It was all about her. And they always play Hermes, they fire and desire. What it mean? Yeah, this fire, but what's the fucking desire? Ooh, nevertheless. Um, turns heel during the midst of this that slowly progresses. They're about to beef it. Now Ziggler comes out trying to plead his case with Mandy. She ain't buying this shit. Sonya attacks Mandy. Uh, Otis comes and makes a save. He attacks Ziggler. Ziggler in a few seconds tries to you know, try, try to get it back by, black, by blindsiding him, but he gets hit with the caterpillar. Ziggler and DeVille flee to see. Another last I don't know why I really give it an A minus, B minus, but I'll be, I'll be, I'll be partially fair because they actually went with a storyline, even with the, even with the person who created this storyline just got recently released. They're still trying to propel this thing a little bit forward. So hopefully they do the right, they do the right thing with this and don't completely kibosh this so fast. If you, if you really gonna try to do something with it, when hopefully if you got if you try to get Bobby Roode in there somehow, so way. 
you can actually make this into like a three on three type of situation. Everyone get everyone get squeezed in TV time. And they're gonna do that right now. They probably gonna say that for later, or because it's all covered this situation, it's just gonna be those four or those five, including Tucker. He might be the wild card factor in this. Um, yeah. Segment, so I give it a B. Um, I don't know if y'all want to share y'all thoughts about that real quick before we move on. You gonna know my answer for that uh, one. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. That was, that was uh, okay. Uh, all right, I can I can definitely accept the Doug Dukes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dukes. I'll say no, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. It's just I like his his what that card did like. I like that story to build is finally we finally get to see what she could do without me without Mandy Rose. Even though this whole storyline is basically a full her, Ziggler, Otis, and Mandy, but I kind of like the development of what they try to do. They try to bring her out. Try to make her a heel and try to make her pretty much a little badass, but I don't see that's going to work anytime soon. I just want to say one thing. Go ahead, crew. And WWE has uh, their women's division. They have a lot of talented superstars. And I'm glad to see Mandy Rose, especially Sonya Deville. But Sonya Deville needs to be in the women's championship pool or whatever because she has the talent. She has the skills. And I'm just like, why they not why she's not being pushed? I am so confused. They're probably doing the slow build work. And probably see what she could do by like nah. by, by late by late this year. Cause you gotta think about what we what they trying to foreshadow for WrestleMania 37 next year. It ain't gonna be no 37. <laughs> Nigga, and listen, no, listen, no, 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 listen, no, no, really no listen, forget about that Hollywood crap. It's gonna be right on it in you know, if it is, it'll be on the top of the damn WWE headquarters. <laughs> and they do that for WrestleMania 37, <laughs> then you know they're gonna try to pull some shit. <laughs> they ain't gonna be in Hollywood because we already know one year, the 2021, that's the fall. So it ain't gonna be no WrestleMania in Hollywood. So they gotta figure that out. They did figure that out. But also, let's, let's hope and pray yeah. that whoever that's gonna be putting their hands on this, this little. Project development here between these superstars that I mean that we just talked about. They don't fuck them up. Uh, the next segment after that is the remembrance of Howard Finkel. Ten quick seconds of silence. Thank you. Yeah, still, still kind of, still got hit me pretty bad. Yeah, that's still fucked up. Um, the next segment, the following segment afterwards is the backstage segment. And we have the Miz cuts his promo on Biggie and Jey Uso on their upcoming triple threat tag team titles match. And you know how that shit's really gonna go down. I just give it a decent default grade. I just give it a decent default grade C. Decent default. Whatever. Can we just say how much? Can I just say how much I love that song that I have it on on play on my Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, 
Ho ho. Wait. Yeah, that's my shit, man. Wait, you're really bumping that's that song? <laughs> yes, I am. Oh my god. I thought I never. That's my shit. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, it's like <laughs> it's like creating another bad creation music group between the two of them. <laughs> that shit is catchy. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, you bump that. That must means you must have loved when Shane Helms was in WCW make that little oh, boy band group in the like Earth. Yo, wow. yeah. oh, I gotta look that up, man. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> 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 this, is, this is something else. I I never knew that too. <laughs> wow! You like the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> oh man! Y'all terrible. <laughs> yes, it is. And, uh, <laughs> shit. That means Booker T could have been one of those type of guys, right? Him and Stevie Ray could have had like their own hip hop shit like that in WCW. Their whole energy would have changed. Harlem Heat would have been something completely different. Yeah, that would have been true. Yeah, it's called yeah, I'm going to get, get you, sucker. Sucker, <laughs> sucker, sucker. I'm going to get you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, see Wilson will never be able to do this sound. Wow, <laughs> right, yo, I'm done with this. Yo, we gotta move forward before this thing go maybe do some more creative shit. <laughs> the sec the following segment after it was video promo of the Forgotten Sons. Uh, the Forgotten Sons. Y'all remember them from um, NXT? Yeah, I forgot about them. Yes. <laughs> I forgot they was called up. Well, the Forgotten Sons <laughs> will not be forgotten Damn. now, I guess, because they're going to be making their way to the tag team division here in SmackDown. So we'll see what happens with them. See what happens with them in the mm. future. The following was the fourth match of the night. It was another money in the big qualifying match. Cesaro with Sammy, I mean, with Shinsuke Nakamura versus Daniel Bryan with Drew Gulak. This was a great match. 14 minutes. My man, my man, American Dragon, he's going to money in the bank. He wins, he wins with the yes lock, as he should. 3.5 stars. Solid match. That was the only, that was like one of the best matches of the damn card. That's all I really gotta say, right? <laughs> so, if you gotta put the smack the tag team titles mm-hmm. as your main event, and then that still can't even uh, boost those ratings, something's wrong with this picture, yo. <laughs> all right, so yeah. I'm done. I'm done. With my little tirade for that mm-hmm. one, dude. She got the floor. Actually, I agree. It is the best match of the show, and like what. This is what WD, WWE should have done. They should you still utilize Cesaro as a great wrestler. This man can, can legit light out the whole sh- fucking show. Him and Daniel Bryan, wow. Even though they get a little bit of time, 14 minutes, that's a, that's a good average match. Hey, with the le- yes log, even though Sage Gate will try to come in, they ain't, 
Drew Gulak stopped it. But still a great, decent match. I'll give this one four. Crew. Go ahead, man. I just want to say ahead, that crew. Daniel Bryan, anything that he does, anything he does in the ring, anything, it's amazing. And I, I'm, I'm, you know, happy for him. I'm proud for what he's doing. Um, and I'm glad that he's being used in that mid-card thing to help help build up that mid-card. But I definitely want to see Daniel Bryan in the championship picture where he belongs. So I'm glad that he's going to be in the the Connecticut Money in the Elevator match. Well, that's not money, it's money in the Elevator. So Money in the Elevator match. And I hopefully he is my so far my pick to win it for them. Oh man, that's just hope. But sorry to go and tell you this is because I think we gotta look at the raw three and the SmackDown three and see what's what's gonna happen. Um Yeah, you're right, you're right about that. You're right about that. This is only the one money in the main men's qualifying match of the whole damn card. You know what I mean? So they're going to try to space out all the other ones, and then we'll find out by next week about the others. Nonetheless, we moving on. Now, backstage, Elijah's about to come out and give us uh, another performance before he's brutally attacked by King Corbin. By the King. For two segments. <laughs> so this nigga, Baron, wait, wait. This homie, Baron, just got. Basically, they're trying to add a violent layer to his whole king establishment, his whole king character right now. So, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, doing all of the crappy gimmicky coming out, like high throne and stuff like that. Like, dude, do what you got to do. Just be one of the violent kings. Like, who cares? Like, prove like prove your point. Go a little darker. Be black heart over the heart. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. No disrespect, Owen. It's really like you borrow a little bit of that element and put it into his character because you got to look at the whole attire that he is. I would imagine myself wear all black. And I'm just like, you know what? I just want to hurt people now. I want no one. And then I'll slowly build myself up to be this top guy on this whole roster. But nonetheless, that's just my opinion. And that's my opinion that I give it I give it a B minus. It showed me a little darker side of him that I was like, okay. And they keep doing this. Maybe how much more can we really see? Can you take Elias out, uh, out of commission himself and then move on to someone else? Maybe this is the key right here to get him going. Um, yeah. And then the main event was for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles, the Triple Threat Match, Big E representing New Day versus Jay Uso representing mm-hmm. the Usos, and the Miz representing Miz and Morrison. So I guess these people are switching off like these days. Yeah, like that. Um. Hey, hey. You know, after a grueling 20-minute main event, Big E picks up this dude, Miz, and slams the dude with raw power with the big ending. Boom. He gets the you know, he gets the dub clean. One, two, three. As we see little Jay try to crawl his way because he's trying to sell the figure for a leg log that he was previously in. Uh, so he couldn't get to break up the um break up the count on time. Nonetheless, Big E. And Kofi is now the eight time WWE World Champions. Yet again. And then we see Kofi Kingston um, shooting, um, sending out, send out a little video celebrating, celebrating win at home. 
for he's hoping for he you know he's happy for his homie Big E for bringing home the tag out once again for the eighth time. Yes, eight, 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 eight. Ah, yeah, three point five stars. I was happy for that. Even though I was in the bathroom shaving my beard at the same goddamn time when I heard, hey, you're new. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck happened? I had to run back into my room. Like, yo, I'm asking my company, what happened? Like, what happened? What happened? I'm like, da, 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 da. And you know, it didn't always really pay attention. I was like, you suck ass motherfucker. So I had to rewatch the match to find out how the end was. So that's my end of my damn story. And that was the end of the damn show. Dukes, you got the floor. I'm gonna surprise everybody when I said they say this. Ooh. I give this one a dud. Like, come on. We all know the rivalry of big of New Day and Usos. And now you bring in the Miz. All right. <clears throat> one. I I don't want to see the, the towels change so so early. If I would have done this so differently, but I'm gonna say that for I'll say that a little bit later. But I just want to die. I got nothing to say on this. I just want to die. So I can see why they did what they did, and I'm thinking of. COVID-19 and I can see where the Miz wants to probably be home with his family and I can see you know the uh, I forgot which twin it is has the kids but I can see that well, both, both of them do, them do. <laughs> oh sure I didn't know that yeah. um, so I can see where it sends where they did it in a way where the superstars who have kids you know want to be concerned and, and, and whatnot. so I I was thinking, I was like, why do they do this switch? And I'm like, maybe that might be a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really didn't... I, I don't know. I'm still confused as to why there was a switch. But otherwise than that, it was a good match. Um, I'm happy, you know, New Day is the, you know, tenth, the eight-time tag team champion. I was just reading something where he's talking about Possibly splitting them, which I think is asinine if they do so. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's all I say about that. Exactly. Right. And you just put the belts on though, so it makes no sense doing this work right now. So one of them is still injured. Mm. That's what I said. Don't so, do it. Ask Jamal. So, you're, so your best oh. bet is to try to break up Miz and Morrison. Because the because the newly because the newly two teams that just came together got in the belts went through what went through the hell that they went through through eliminate through elimination chamber past WrestleMania and then then and then this so what them so when their brain was only like well like a month or some change two months but then also too maybe I'm thinking that mm-hmm. this is the way for the, uh, the forgotten sons who are healed. Versus the popular baby face, you know, the yeah. typical, let's get over uh, and you the bring, and, yeah, you know, and when like, you bring up a new team like that, so which means Mr. Marshall will have to be 
Exactly. So that that could be that could be the whole truth will be revealed speech. That's right. The truth, my brothers and sisters, will set you. <laughs> I need that laugh. <laughs> Oh no, wow. not the biggie. Oh man, that's the end of last night's Friday night SmackDown. Uh I give it 2.5 stars for the whole damn concept of the show. Now last dude's probably gonna say dud. So there's no point in probably asking him. <laughs> what what you know what? I'm gonna change it. No more duds for me. I I, I got a new name for it. Two thumbs down. Two thumbs and down seat. in the toilet seat. That's mm. and the toilet seat flush. That's that's it. <sighs> Two thumbs down on the toilet Fought seat flush. Because <laughs> because that's so much. The only best match really is Daniel Bryan Cesaro, and that's sad. Mm. That is sad. Well, let's see how they're going to try to recover from this. Now, before we go, y'all know the drill. We're going to be playing the game, um, the fancy booking game. We y'all know the rules. We all know the rules, of course. We pick a segment. We uh, we pick a segment. We change it to anywhere that we see fit, and then we explain why. Um, well, because of this whole entire card being a little bit of a damn fiasco, I probably would have said. Uh, you corrupt. Actually, that whole second match with Sheamus gotta go. I'd rather see two segments of Jeff Hardy's redemption and try to work his way back into the thing and try to hype him up more, at least. Then you could have seen like Sheamus come out at the end of the second one as Michael as Michael Cole's talking, then done that whole approach. Don't be talking about him like that. Who me? Who gets it? Who gets a damn about a drugie? Huh? And try to pull some shit like that and try to hype up the rivalry now or something. So that whole Sheamus, so, so that whole Sheamus match, gotta go. Garbage. Garbage. Like Sheamus, just go home. <laughs> Sheamus, just Sheamus, just go home. We'll call you when Jeff is ready. <laughs> it's a Sheamus game. <laughs> oh, but no, 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 but no, 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 no. Because here's the reason why. That'd be the same thing all that happened all over again. When it was Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe. Because remember how Jeff Hardy got celebrated on SmackDown a couple of years ago. Next you know Samoa Joe interrupted yeah, the whole Samoa entire Joe shit. On Raw, no? and then yeah, Joe, is it Samoa Joe on Raw? Huh? Yeah, but no, I'm saying like, no, like, right on SmackDown. Now, like it's Samoa Joe yeah, on Raw. But- Yeah. But I'm saying is this. I'm saying is that'll be this whole Samoa Joe thing that took place when Samoa Joe was on SmackDown mm. when him and Jeff Hardy went at it. Mm. If y'all re- if everybody remembers Jeff Hardy was cel- was gonna celebrate on SmackDown. What happened? Samoa Joe interrupted. Now you're gonna do the same thing with him and if you sat there and say with him and Sheamus so basically, so what that he could, so who's gonna win? Who you got on that one? Sheamus or Jeff Hardy? Mm-hmm. Sheamus. 
Yeah. Mm. Y'all say Seamus, right? Bob Pye, bet y'all the WWE probably have Jeff Hardy to win. That's the point. That's why they did try to make this like the last run to, to try to re-sign him and then bury his ass again. So if he if he's smart, he needs to get the hell out. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And knows what happened is they, if they do that, that means they go bury Seamus then. And all that hyping them up for nothing. Because why? He doesn't really have that much people to work with right now. Can't really throw it. Yeah. So you feel what I'm saying? Crew, what, crew, what would you change? <laughs> oh, it's a lot. So what I'll say is this, that I think where they messed up on was the whole Dana Brooke going over Naomi, which they shouldn't have happened. And I'm still puzzled as to why the, the, the tag team title change on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And bring back Seamus' theme, old theme song. That's what I want to hear. It's a shameless game. <laughs> too many lies. Too many lies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> didn't they say they're supposed to bring it back? No, I think this is. Didn't nah, say wasn't it? that Jeff Hardy's team? Oh, that's yeah. Jeff Hardy's. That's just mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. Um, yeah, that's the end of the show. I want to thank you guys for taking the time and um, the listeners for supporting us throughout this whole ordeal. And we really appreciate you for the 100 plus plays. Yes, let's keep growing. Let's keep doing this. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. yes, sir. In the next episode, you'll be hearing from us. Which I, I still got to. Um, Finish the forum. I still got to finish the AEW Dynamite and the NXT editing so I can get that done by today. Uh, so, nonetheless, we will be seeing, we, you will be hearing us too after the Monday Night Raw recap. After Monday Night Raw, like, uh, let's see what the fuck happens then, nonetheless. Um, Dukes, you got anything that you want to say? Any shout out to shout before we dip? Uh, um, Believe that um that I could probably smoke this blizz with um off of titty off um um Godfather's um hoes titties and shit. Hold up, let me do it right now. All right, <laughs> good. <laughs> thank you, Godfather. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, everybody to believe, believe. 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 Don't believe the hype. Hear that, Mike? <laughs> believe. Oh, no, man. just believe. Bo so <laughs> um, Dallas, I believe you will survive if you come to, if you let your older brother defeat, let you in. Maybe something can suffice. Yo, can I just say that I love, love Heath Slater's new shirt, which I'm going to go I got out. fired. <laughs> That right there is creation, man. Ooh, yo, oh my god! I can't believe that they really made a shirt. Only I can't. Really, I can't really believe that they really made, yo, they really made a shirt out of that. I got kids. I can. I got kids, David. I got kids. Yo, I'll put this. <laughs> uh, how about this? We should know what we should do. What show? We should have. Everyone should have like the. The Heath Slayer shirt, a little bit of the bubbly, and we just talk about this straight about all, all of us together. I, wait, 
in person. Oh, yeah. That would be lit. About doing this whole segment in person with a little bit of bubbly, and I got fired or I got keys. I got keys. I got, Bowie. Bowie. I got Bowie. Yeah, what we'll the yeah. Uh, I'll probably brainstorm something like that. Us, that's that's it for us. We out of here. Have a good weekend, ladies and gentlemen. And do this whole conference situation. Stay stay six feet away from people, away from my crew, of course. And um, crew, I hope you hold yourself down out there in Brooklyn, man. Salute to you. Make sure that you stay safe out there, that's shit fun. like that. Um Wash your hands, wash your ass, eat right, take care of yourself. Love you, woman. Love your children. Love your family. Contact them. Make sure that we're still in the loop of things. And you know what I mean? Make sure that we got the damn face mask on. <laughs> I said I customized one um, anyway right after this. Nonetheless, as one beloved talk show host was told me, it was told to millions of people around the world during the morning. Take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>